In the 1900s, as the sun sets over a small house in the United States, a figure emerges in the doorway. It's a young woman in the prime of her life, her gaze torn between uncertainty and determination. Her eyes are filled with melancholy as she looks at her mother and sisters. The moment has come to leave the family home, to turn her back on her past. Goodbye. The young woman hugs her loved ones, trying to carry their embrace and laughter in her wounded heart. But destiny calls her elsewhere. The solitary silhouette moves away from the house, crossing the path she has walked so many times before. She carries with her a small suitcase containing her modest possessions. She sets out on the path to Princeton, where she has found a job as a librarian. Her soul is filled with excitement at the thought of treading the aisles where wisdom and knowledge silently coexist. She already envisions the shelves laden with enchanting stories, incredible adventures, and moving destinies. Her steps lead her to the nearest train station. The young woman boards the train, her heart heavy but resolute. Images of her past flash before her eyes, like fragments of a life she leaves behind. As the train moves away, the lights of the small house gradually fade, blending into the darkness of the night. The young woman holds on to the hope of a better future, but Belle harbors a heavy secret that could lead her to the gallows. Hello, I'm Fabrice. Welcome to The Fabulous Destinies. In this episode, I will tell you the story of an extraordinary librarian. This African-American woman risked her life in the name of art and freedom. Her name, Belle Greener, from her childhood to her rise, discover her fabulous destiny. In the scorching summer of 1879, in the city of Alexandria, Virginia, a marvel of life is born, Belle Greener. Her father, Richard Greener, is a prominent figure, a talented lawyer. He is the first black man to graduate from the prestigious Harvard University. Despite her straight hair, green eyes, and fair complexion, Belle is classified as black. At that time, according to the one-drop rule, anyone with a single African ancestor is classified as black. Some light-skinned mixed-race individuals try to escape segregation by passing as white, but they expose themselves to a deadly punishment, hanging. Belle grew up in a racist society, but Belle is no ordinary woman. She is driven by fierce ambition, fueled by an insatiable desire for knowledge and discovery. Art, culture, and reading are her escapes, her doorways to a freer world. However, the pariah life she is condemned to lead in Virginia, stifled by the chains of segregation, is unacceptable to her. 
she refuses to submit to this reality, to these arbitrary rules that curtail her freedom and dignity. In this desolate landscape, her father, Richard, fights for the cause of black people, leaving little room for his family. Absent, he gradually fades from Belle's and her sister's lives. Belle's mother decides to leave him and create a new identity for her family. Thus, Da Costa Green is born, a new name with supposed Portuguese origins, justifying their tan skin. But this new life demands sacrifices. Belle must renounce motherhood. If her child is born colored, it would jeopardize not only her own existence, but also her family's. With the consent of her mother and sisters, Belle severs her ties to the past. She abandons everything and moves to Princeton. With her freshly crafted new identity, Belle can live as a white woman. Belle's fascinating story intertwines with that of John Pierpont Morgan. Born in 1837, Morgan is a financial magnate an industry tycoon, and controller of half the railways in the United States. An art enthusiast, he possesses an extraordinary collection of artworks. In 1905, Bell enters J.P. Morgan's intimate circle. She leaves Princeton to join his library in New York. Her role quickly becomes crucial. She becomes Morgan's private librarian, overseeing the management, documentation, and expansion of his collection of rare books and manuscripts. Giant shelves groan under the weight of centuries of accumulated knowledge, offering Belle a true treasure trove of erudition. Her green eyes shine with intense light, illuminating her face lit by passion. The library is her sanctuary, her haven of peace, where she can finally indulge in her insatiable thirst for knowledge. Ancient books open before her like gateways to forgotten worlds, stories buried in the shadows of time. Her fingers caress their yellowed pages. Every line she reads is an escape, a journey to distant lands. Silence surrounds the library like a gentle embrace, only broken by the rustling of pages and the whisper of her breath. Hours pass unnoticed. Belle knows that in this universe of knowledge, she is free, rid of the chains of injustice that tried to confine her. Here, she's not just by her appearance, by the identity she had to conceal, but by her passion, intelligence, and tireless quest for truth. The Morgan Library is her sanctuary, her refuge, and she blossoms like a rare flower in a secret garden. She no longer needs to wear a mask to disguise her soul because here, she's finally fully herself, free to nourish herself with the knowledge that surrounds her. Before we continue with this episode, a quick break to give the floor to our partner, without whom this podcast could not exist. Don't go away, we'll be right back. Belle never goes unnoticed. Always elegant, dressed in the creations of the greatest designers, she always comes to work with her finest jewelry. A determined and dedicated woman, Belle works tirelessly, becoming one of the most eminent librarians in American history. 
Her passion for art and culture is reflected in her unquenchable desire to preserve and share the literary and artistic treasures of the world. Morgan allows her to spend millions of dollars to acquire exceptional works. Endowed with undeniable negotiating talent, she thus creates one of the greatest deposits of Western civilization art in the United States. Her expertise and commitment elevate the Morgan Library to the peak of its glory. Upon Morgan's death, the responsibility for the library is handed down to his son, Jack Morgan, who chooses Bell as its director. She holds this position with brilliance for the rest of her life. When she dies in 1950, the New York Times describes her as one of the most well-known librarians in the country. Today, this collection attracts thousands of visitors from around the world. Scholars, researchers, tourists, and art enthusiasts flock to discover the treasures held within this institution. What many do not know is that this extraordinary collection was acquired and curated by black women who dared to take unprecedented risks to fulfill her dream, to be a free woman in an era marked by racial segregation in the United States. Her legacy is immense and her determination has left an indelible mark on the history of art. Thank you for listening to this episode of Fabulous Destinies. Feel free to share with us stories that you would like to hear on your favorite listening platform or via Baba Bam's Instagram or Twitter page. We'll be happy to discover them.